Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step-by-step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from the girl that lives inside the shipping container box. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'm your host, Barbara Savona, and you guys, you might notice that my background's a little different. I'm actually on a work project here in Dallas, Texas, and I'm staying at a really fun hotel. So I asked them if I could borrow their conference room, and I feel like I kind of feel like special here. I'm at the end of a long conference table. I'll post a picture on Instagram, and um, they said, yeah, have it, have it as long as you need. So they were so sweet. I am recording our March issue preview. So for those of you that are ready to start planning March, that's what we're going to do today. But before we get into that, I am so excited because I have a special guest. I thought it would be so cool since we're talking about resident events to talk to a resident uh, service coordinator who does incredible events month after month. Her name is Anna Maria. You guys are going to meet her soon. She's a Sprout member, and we are just huge fans of the events that Anna Maria puts together. Her residents love them. She has great turnout, and she's spilling all of her secrets in a conversation that we recorded earlier this week. So we're going to listen to that first. I want you guys to get as much as you can from someone that's boots on the ground, making it happen. In fact, I think she's our very first resident services coordinator to join the podcast, and I couldn't think of a better guest. And she's featured in our March issue of the Sprout Monthly, and her event is also featured. So before we jump in, I want you guys to hear this conversation, get inspired, take notes, and then we'll start planning all things March so you can put some of her tips into action at your community. All right, guys, let's do it. Okay, friends, today I'm excited to have a special guest on with me today. I want to welcome, and I'm going to take my best stab at this, Ana Maria Mitratos. Did I get it right? No, yes, you did. Well, it's so exciting to have you here today. I know you've been a longtime Sprout member. You're also the resident service coordinator at Artisan at Judson Park. And my team is always so impressed with the events that you put together. And we wanted to have you on so you could share your expertise today. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Uh, honestly, it's, it's a pleasure to join you on your podcast today. Well, I'd love to ask you, first of all, because we follow and see the events that you do, how are you coming up with such great events for your community? Well, our goal is to provide a safe, encouraging, and empowering environment for our residents so that so that they have a chance to build a successful future for themselves and their families. So when we come up with ideas, we basically want to make sure that we are achieving this goal. Um, for events. Uh, so we'd like to provide services that will enrich their well-being uh, and financial security, uh, which is our priority. So for example, our garden club, for instance, provides our residents with fresh produce that they may not otherwise have access to. Um, also, studies show that gardening reduces stress and is great for mental health. Uh, reaching out to organizations that help with financial planning uh, or filing taxes also helps our residents plan for their future. So we really try to um, plan our events um, according to um, according to different things that might enhance uh, their present and future life. It's really incredible. I mean, I was just at the grocery store yesterday and I was shocked at how expensive fresh produce is. And 
looking at your garden and the things that it gives your residents, most residents wouldn't even have access to a garden. So that's really thinking in a way to enrich their life, like you said, and help their pocketbooks. Okay. Do our best. <laughs> and I, I, we were looking at some of the pictures of your residents from their faces, their expressions. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's so great. Okay, so I think I have a sneaky suspicion, but I'm curious, what do you do to ensure good attendance? Marketing is a huge factor. Um, your team has been just incredible with helping us promote our events ensuring we have a good turnout via social media, flyers, and then, of course, through our monthly community calendar and newsletters. Uh, Sprout has been an incredible partner providing us with the necessary resources to ensure great communication for both residents and prospective applicants. Uh, hands down, you guys have been phenomenal. Um, other factors also come into play um, in order to kind of uh, make sure that we do have a pretty good turnout. Weather is also a key factor. <laughs> it's a great way to predict if you'll have a good turnout, but of course it can vary, right? Um, so if it's cold outside, offering a delicious cup of hot chocolate or warm pastries creates a cozy environment. If it's warm outside, take advantage of the beautiful outdoors. Um, that definitely can create a really cool vibe, nice environment. Like if you have a pool at your community, go ahead and throw a social by the pool or you can even have a meeting outside by your garden if you have one. Okay, those were such good responses and I promise I did not pay her to talk about Sprout, but I'm so glad you mentioned it. But my guess was gonna be, and kind of what you said in the first answer was, you're creating events that are like, you're thinking through what is going to make your resident's life better, whether it's meeting their goals. And I think that when people see that that's what you're doing, then they're invested in it. But I love that you brought up, you still have to market it. You still have to make sure that the weather cooperates. Yeah. How soon do you guys start marketing an event? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, my rule of thumb is definitely, you always want to plan ahead of time. Um, time management is key. So what I like to do is I like to reach out at least at a minimum, like a month and a half. Um, that allows you not only to adjust things, like if you need something to be rescheduled, but it also allows you to spread what's going on in the community by word of mouth. So if you have prospective applicants coming in and you know ahead of time what's going to be planned for the following couple of months per se, you can always verbally let them know. And then, of course, if you have uh, your own residents coming in to renew their leases or if they have, you know, any issues or concerns they need to talk about, you can always let them know, hey, next month we're going to have a health fair, for example, uh, or you should join us uh, for our community garden event next week. So you're using this as not just a retention, but as a marketing thing then as well. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> your events a couple of months out it sounds like you guys kind of know then at least a month to a month and a half what you're doing yes uh we always try to stay uh, on top of you know the events that we're gonna have um particularly because as i mentioned before when you're working with different organizations their calendars might differ from what you're able to do on property so you always just want to have that great communication uh, and also you want to verify that they're able to come out on those dates. 
And so I think that would help a lot of resident service coordinators to just kind of plan ahead. Um, because even though it might seem a little far out, uh, when the day approaches, you know, everyone's already aware of what you need to do, where they need to be. Uh, and if you do need to reschedule, there's adequate time for that to happen. This is such good practical advice. I'm so glad. And I'm just curious, then, is this how, how do you then not get overwhelmed? Is it with these strategies? Yes. <laughs> There's a little overwhelm, right? Time management and organization is, is key. Um, it's, it, it's very easy to get overwhelmed because what we're trying to do here essentially is not just provide our residents with a fantastic time, right? But you're also trying to um, create a safe space where they can actually use these advances to their advantage um, for their life, their future. Um, and so you really need to be tactical, 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 I'm sorry, <laughs> about uh, planning ahead and executing work last minute should be avoided. Um, I always, like I mentioned before, like to plan my calendar about ahead of time, um, just to leave room for anything that might needs to be changed. Uh, but also, I will say uh, that teamwork is a huge factor. Uh, in alleviating stress factors. But also, um, when we're hosting big events, uh, it is often a team effort. And um, it's always wonderful to have, for instance, my property manager, Brittany, uh, or my maintenance technician, Rudy, not only help out with these events, but participate. Uh, don't hesitate to ask your team members to be part of your community events. And I say this because it's a great way to bond with your coworkers, which simultaneously enhances work satisfaction. But at the same time, it also strengthens the relationship between the office staff and the residents. That is such a beautiful, like holistic approach to like getting team together, getting community. And the whole thing is like, we talk about our community, but even our, our team members were an extension of it. So I love that you're highlighting that as a way to bond. Okay, so as we wrap up, are there any tips that you have for hosting a fantastic event? Make sure you confirm everything you need uh, from all involved ahead of time. That means your vendors, uh, organizations, your team members, make sure that if you do need help, you can reach out to them and say, hey, is this gonna be a good time, a good day? What does your schedule look like? We always have to respect that because each person has their own job duties. They also need to uh, fulfill. Uh, but more importantly, make sure you enjoy what you're Anytime uh, you enjoy something, the result is much greater, particularly when the events are enriching other people's lives. That is beautiful advice. We have to end on that because I think that just goes to show how this is about people's home, but we can have fun in the process. and. I always think that fun is contagious, don't you? Like if yeah, absolutely, you have to have fun with it. <laughs> and I love that. Well, your energy is amazing, but your strategy is even more impressive. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing all of this and being a guest. I think you're our very first resident service coordinator that's ever been on the podcast. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much. We'll get right back to our conversation, but before we do, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, go to sproutmonthly.com. There you can subscribe to our monthly digital magazine and make sure you subscribe your team also. This will give them an endless supply of ideas for the upcoming two months for their marketing, their resident events, their retention, social media, 
Plus all these conversations that we have on the podcast, you'll also see these interviews inside of the magazines too. So make sure you go to sproutmonthly.com. You'll also get access to tons of free resources. All right, let's get back to it. I hope you guys love that conversation as much as I did and are inspired to put some of her tips into place. Okay, so now that we're gonna start planning March, I want you guys to make sure to grab your Sprout calendar. If you're a member, you can download it. If you're not, go to Try Sprout Free. There you'll be able to see all the creative holidays that are featured. You can also browse the issue if you're not a member and members, you get access to everything that you see. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get inspired and plan all things March. All right, friends, this is the March and April cover. You see our friend Anna Maria featured. When you flip over a couple of pages, you'll find the March and April planning calendars for those of you that wanna take her advice and get a little bit ahead. You'll also find on the right creative holidays that you can then take and make full events out of those if you prefer. So another little reminder, even though we're not getting into April today, is that RPM Careers Week is in April, the 17th through the 21st. So you might wanna start planning ahead if you wanna do something special for your teams. We also have great um, fun gifts and giveaways that you can purchase for your team members, everything from mugs to t-shirts to just really cute stuff um, at shopwithsprout.com. Okay, so let's jump in here. When you think about March, this event just, I mean, it just screams so much fun to me. Enchanted Mix and Mingle. And if you love purple, you're gonna love this. So you can host an enchanting event that's gonna bring the nostalgia for your residents home. It's all about the favorite fairy tales. And everyone wants their home to feel like their own kingdom. And this theme is a great way to do that. It's all about the greenery, the purple florals. And guys, look at those gold accents with the butterflies. Kelly from our team did such a beautiful job putting this together and you don't even have to get overwhelmed. She shared her shopping list there. You can find everything you need to make this look really pop at your community. Now, if you wanna take some activities around this, you could do a sparkly and fizzy drinks happy hour. You could do a paint your ever after painting class. Uh, just FYI, right now at Target, there's a ton of those paint by number kits and they're so much fun. You could do a movie night where you feature one of your favorite fairy tales or you could pull your residence. So something like Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella. You could do a craft night, make your own crown, a book exchange to trade your favorite stories, a sweet treat bar to let them eat cake or an open house with, with a theme of an enchanted mix and mingle. And you can set it up in a vacant unit or your model or in your office. Now you can also do this as a grab and go with a paint your kingdom. These little castle boxes and paint sets, Kelly's also linked those here. So you can invite residents to grab one of these and take it to go. You could also do a virtual fun by including the pets. Just do an awesome backdrop with this and invite people to come whatever time of day and take a picture with them and their pets, maybe have some fun accessories and then they can tag you on social. And so you don't have to do anything beyond the initial backdrop. After that, you'll just reshare all of these cute photos of pups in their fairy tale um, attire or whatever fun things that you decide to throw in there. Now we've got some great creative holiday ideas that you can take and run with for March. So 3-7 is National Cereal Day. You could do a cereal bar. We've got this great retro kind of vibe going with this invite. You can do mini cereal boxes if you wanna make it as a grab and go, or just set up a really nice spread and make it a full on bar that people can just enjoy at your community. You could also do a lucky guess and have um, residents guess how many lucky charms are in 
a jar and use one of our great designs like we have featured here. Now March Madness starts in the middle of March on the 14th, so you could do a ball and brew and just have a really fun event. People could grab and go goodies. You could also have the games playing. You could uh, you know, pair up with your local breweries and have some featured drinks. However you want to do it, really the sky's the limit. You could even do this virtual and have people guess what the ending score will be. The closest one wins a giveaway. 320 is the first day of spring and we think brunch just feels right. So we did this spring brunch last year that we're refeaturing again. It was like a Parisian style brunch and it's beautiful. And this can be a full on event or it can be a grab and go. And then 323 National Chip and Dip Day. I love the idea of doing a chip bar where people can come make a plate of their favorite chips, their favorite dips, and just hang out and mix and mingle. Or you could just do a bag of chips with little, you know, uh, to go dips and make it a you're all that and a bag of chips kind of an event. Okay, so Anna Maria talked about her community garden. So this is another great idea that you could do in March. You can even hold off and do it in April. I believe April is garden month. So you can get fancy and do a full on community garden like Anna Maria has. You can build a garden in one of your outdoor areas and put up a, a cart out there where um, we kind of have shown this is one that is maybe an herb cart. So you can do garden club meetings, elect a garden facilitator, someone that's going to take the lead. You can share some research about when it's the best time to plant, what kind of different plants. You can even have a harvest party when produce starts to get ready. So we've linked here the garden cart featured. And, you know, if you're not ready to um, start from seeds, because that can be a little intimidating, there's a lot of great nurseries that have inexpensive um, small plants that are ready to go. So your garden can immediately feel like it's producing. And I know for me, I love to garden. I'm a little bit more of a seasoned gardener now. This is my fourth year and I'm getting better every year. <laughs> my first year was rough, but you know, at first I would buy the little plants and it would just make me feel like, okay, I can see them. So now I can baby them. Now I grow things from seed and it takes a little more patience and just knowing and having faith that those little seeds will sprout. They always do. But again, this is just a very simple way to kind of get a jump start on a community garden. So here's a little bit more from Anna Maria on why she decided to do a community garden. You guys heard it if you listened to her interview, how she set it up and what are some tips to get residents involved. One thing I want to pinpoint is, you know, right now you just walk into any grocery store and you can feel the cost of groceries just really hitting, you know, the pocketbooks. So this is an amenity like Anna Maria mentioned that really helps your residents in more ways than one. It can be fresh produce. You could even go the organic route. It can save them money. It can be great for their mental health and it can build community. So to me, this is a no brainer of something you want to do. Now, if you don't have a huge space, I also want to just give a tip that says, you know, above ground, there's a ton of things that you can grow in containers in a small amount of space. People can even do this on their patios. You can even do this on the back patio of your leasing center. I'm not kidding, I bought these awesome grow bags from Amazon last year and I grew big cabbages, broccolis, I have onions going in there. And so what's nice about those is when things freeze, you can just bring them inside. So don't let a small space limit you. 
You can also do these grab and go herb kits by helping your residents do this on their own. So whether you decide to provide seeds or already little plants that you pick up from a local nursery, there's something really special about making dinner and then just going to your little herb garden to clip some fresh oregano or drying some oregano and then having a tea later or having lemon balm or rosemary to add to a chicken dish. I mean, it just feels so special. So imagine if you help your residents set that up it really ties you and them. It pulls at the heart heartstrings. Now you can grow together and do something a little bit virtual by helping residents along the way in the virtual in their virtual gardening journey. And you can do this by sharing tips. We've got a great video that gives some garden tips that you can download as a Sprout member and you can do it as a reel. Just post it and share it and put some good hashtags there. And then you can still share other tips. Put a question box. Hey, what challenges are you guys having with your garden this year? Or what would you like to grow? And maybe partner with a local nursery that comes in and talks about those things. And maybe even, you know, if, if someone, a representative from a nursery is willing, you could do some videos where they share some tips to growing an herb garden or a few vegetables on a porch or a patio. So a really cool way to make people feel connected. All right, here's your teaser. These are creative holiday events for April. I'm just gonna kind of flip through some of the fun things. We will do a another one of these videos and another conversation with another uh, on-site person for April, but I'm gonna let this sit right here. You guys can get some more fun ideas and some fun inspiration. Oh my goodness, friends, just recording this has me itching for spring to be here. I've got seedlings going for tomatoes, peppers, um, a bunch of poppies, and some echinacea. So I am so excited. And I just want to say, you know, I know as property managers, as multifamily professionals, our jobs are stressful. Having a hobby where you get your hands in the dirt, where you're outside in nature, it can be really therapeutic for you too. So I hope that this inspires you not just to do something for your community, but to do something for yourself, for your family. Um, when you grow something and you can go outside and make a fresh tomato salad with, you know, some, or make a salsa with tomatoes and cilantro that you've grown and peppers, it just is so rewarding. And it's something kids love to get involved with too. So I hope you do one of these ideas for your community, but I hope you also take, a, you know, a little bit of these ideas and implement them for yourself. I have to tell y'all, I've taken some of our sprout designs that are garden themed and I've made my garden little binder and uh, modified it in Canva to make it for myself. And that way I can jot down when I started seeds and what's growing and what varieties I wanna grow again. And I love to garden. If you guys are fellow gardeners or if you just want some tips, I'm always hanging out on Instagram at Sprout Marketing. DM me if you're a fellow gardener, I'd love to connect. If you just wanna get your hands in the soil for the first time and you want some advice on easy things to grow, connect with me there. That's it for this episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I've gotta get back out there to work. But I'm so glad I got to spend a little bit of time with you guys and I'll see you next week for another episode. Have a great week, guys.